everybody, and welcome to another edition of On the Money with a Certified Financial Group right here on News 96.5 WCBO. We are here with, well, we don't have Joe Burke today. He is off, but we still have the best team at Central Florida that can help you get to that retirement finish line. Nancy Heck and Rodney Owen. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys today? Doing great. How about yourself? It was good. How was the Springs concert? I missed it. It was really, really good. It was, it was good. Really good, yes. Was it one of the best ones ever? Well, I happen to think that the lead singer was fantastic. Um, he was entertaining, unbelievable range. Sounded like everybody that he was singing: CeeLo Green, Lou Rawls, Stevie Wonder. Phenomenal, Sound. yeah. Uh, and the weather was the weather was best. perfect. Yeah. yeah. Lots of people tell you who the best. Yes, mm-hmm. several. Okay, all right. So uh, apparently, I picked the wrong weekend to do it. A uh, staycation here in Florida, and I miss the Springs concert. Uh, well, there's always next year. Always next year, but yes, yes. But not only are we not here to talk about the, what happened on the Springs concert, because we'll just rub it in and make you feel bad. What are we here to do today, Nancy? We're here to talk about all the pocketbook questions, most especially related to retirement planning. Uh, we'll address your concerns in reference to uh, all types of retirement accounts, 401Ks, 403Bs, IRAs, Roths. Uh, annuities, long-term care, all the pocketbook questions that you have in reference to saving, investing, and retirement. Pocketbook. Yes. There's something you don't hear anymore. I like that term. <laughs> pocketbook. Yeah, because we don't have pocketbooks anymore. No, I, well, I, actually, I always, on your use, phone. I always use the term, yeah, well, <laughs> no, that would be wallet. Pocketbook well, wallet. Is, is a term that a lot of people purse, use for it? purse. Purse, yes. I never use that. I always said purse, but whatever. <laughs> well, I, uh, I've heard pocketbook before, especially down in South Florida, but then I just haven't heard it in a while. But that was good. Your pocketbook question yes. today yes. from the Certified Financial Planner Professionals at the Certified Financial Group. And uh, 844-220-0965 is the number to dial us up. So, again, if you have a question, 844-220-0965. We also have the text machine up and running as well at 21232. That is 21232. We just asked to keep it about 160 characters because that's all we could see on our screen. Again, 21232. Today's topic to Nancy Heck on this Mother's Day weekend, financial advice from this mother, at least three tips you should follow. Yes, yes. Okay, my first one is very unmillennial, is to have cash. Mm. Have cash in your house, have cash in your wallet or Whatever you use for a wallet. A pocketbook. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, if the electronics are not working, cash still works. Cash gives you choice. I think it's important to always have cash on you. It's something I've been trying to pound into my daughter's brain. She doesn't always listen, but, you know, hey, what do I know? Anyways, I think it's really important that you have cash. Um, my second tip is to mind your credit. It's really important that you use credit judiciously. Credit um, shows that you can be responsible, that you can make payments. I think that you should never charge more than you can pay off as soon as you get the bill. Um, and along with that, making sure that you check your credit rating regularly and check it from a number of different sources and make sure you're checking them from reputable sources. Um, if you're in a position where you're thinking about buying a home, buying a car, something like that, to have the knowledge of where you stand from a credit standpoint before you go into the negotiations puts you in a less stressful situation. And my last tip for right now is to learn how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> no it, kidding. 
If you can cook your own meals, first of all, you will eat much healthier and you will save money. Years and years ago, I had priced out what it, it costs for two people to go out to eat versus cooking at home, and it's a fine line of difference. So the cost is almost insignificant. That was years ago. Now the price of eating out or buying packaged, you know, foods or having food delivery yeah, the meal services, prep services, yeah. yeah. It has gotten extremely, it's an extremely expensive way to eat, and it's not as healthy as cooking on your own. Mm -hmm. You can control the sodium, you can control the fat, you can determine how fresh the, the ingredients are that you're eating. So I think learning to cook is really important also. Now, the cost uh, of eating out, and uh, it's just amazing to me yeah. how, how much it's gone up. It's almost to the point where it's, it, it's at least 10 to $15 per person for my wife and I just to go out, whereas at home I can make something for 3 to $4 a person. Yes, right. yes. And then you have leftovers and you can make mm. another meal out of it. Yeah. I mean, you want to cut 60% out of your budget, you can cut 60% of your food budget really easily. I mean, really easily. Yeah. yeah. That's where I always go to try to save money. I was like, well, we're going out. So, no, nah, it's save money for the next three nights. I'm going to go to Publix and I'm going to try to find the, you know, cheapest uh, buy one get ones and uh, all this other stuff try to make as many meals out of a hundred bucks as I can I always try to make at least 15 meals out of it yeah and as Roddy pointed out I mean last night's dinner is tomorrow's lunch mm -hmm. as far as I'm concerned so. oh you should always do that too when you go out to a restaurant to eat try to always go into the mindset of saving half of it for lunch the next day right yeah yeah so. make two meals out of it and then for that meal uh, cost per meal gets cut in half yeah so the three tips for right now Cash, credit, and cook. Well, 844-220-0965 is the number to dial us up. Again, 844-220-0965. We are live here on this Mother's Day weekend answering your questions and um, three tips you should follow from the mother of Nancy Heck. And happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there and Nancy. But I wanted to ask you this question, Nancy. I saw in the news this week that uh, some countries are trying to go cashless. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts? Well, the, there was the whole Bitcoin thing over the last two years, which was phenomenally huge. Mm -hmm. And you know, a lot of people were, were going down the Bitcoin route from an investment standpoint. And, you know, it skyrocketed and then it went down just as fast. Um, and, you know, most businesses transacted either through one of the, the pay systems, you know, phone to phone. And I am not a fan of doing anything financial on your phone or through credit cards. Um, you know, cash is not something that is used often. Um, however, I happen to think, you know, to have some on hand and use it, yeah, yeah. I, Absolutely. You know, they, every, every country has its currency. And when you go overseas on vacation, you want to have some of the currency of whatever city or country you're in. Right. Um, because oftentimes when you use a charge card in another country, the premium is ridiculous. So if you happen to have the local currency, then you're just paying a straight value for whatever you're, bu you're buying. Anyways, I think cash is important and everybody should have some on them. Yeah, I, I would hate to go to a cashless society. I'd like to have some cash and yeah. some of the paper uh, physically, not just numbers on a screen. Well, I mean, if you just think of the yeah. hurricane season. Absolutely. You know, the local 7-Eleven may have power, but may not have Internet. Right. So if you want to get gas or get a snack or something and you have cash, you can actually do that. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Well, we have our first caller coming on this morning at 844-220-0965. Charles up in Eustis got a question for the panel. Charles, go ahead. You're on the Certified Financial Group. I'm so happy to be talking to you guys. You guys, uh, I've been listening to you guys for a long time, and you do a great deal for the community, and I, and I appreciate it. Thank you very much Thank for you, saying Charles. that. We appreciate you. Okay, I'm I'm trying to buy my first house in the Eustis area. Okay, I, my question is, um, should I um, okay, if the if the if the seller's not willing to help me pay closing costs, should I take money out of my retirement fund or should I just wait around and find a seller that's willing to help me pay closing? You know, I know the down payment's no problem, but with the with the closing, I'm going to take money out of my 401k. Mm-hmm. Is that should I wait or should I just wait around until a seller's kind of willing to help me pay the closing costs, or you know, give me give me something on the closing? Charles, may I ask how may I ask how old you are? Forty-three. Forty-four. Oh, Forty-four. Okay. Well, almost happy birthday. Forty-four. So, <laughs> so um, if you pull money out of your retirement account, is this the first home you're buying? Yes, you said it was your yes, first ma'am. Okay, so yes, ma'am. there are provisions that you can make a loan from your 401k for a first home and you don't end up paying the penalty. So that is an option. And you will be okay. paying yourself back. Um, okay. I know from my friends that are in the real estate business, we're about 18 months away from the prices dropping. And 18 months. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's within your time horizon for buying. If prices go okay. down, then maybe that makes paying closing costs out of pocket something that's more doable versus dropping into your retirement account. Rodney, what do you say? The, the only other point I would make, Charles, is that if you do if you do go the route of taking a loan from your 401k, the, okay. those payments that you make back will be after tax. And those, those okay. deductions when you fund your 401k are pre-tax. So... Okay. I mean, that is one drawback. So if you can find someone who will work with you on the closing costs, um, I think that, okay. that that might be something that you want to look for. Okay, so just uh, okay, just wait around until I just you know talk to my agent and say, well, look, I want to wait around until I help somebody with the with the closing. Right. Because I'm I'm probably going to have to t- come out of pocket about twelve, you know, with the down payment and the closing costs, it's going to be around twelve to thirteen thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And so instead of, you know, with the down payment, three to four or five thousand. And if I help somebody, you know, wait around and help somebody with the closing costs, I'll save some money. So just, it'll make sense to just talk to my, talk to my buyer and say, well, I need to find somebody to wait around to somebody. I can find somebody with help with the closing, right? That makes sense? Yes, that does. That does Absolutely. make sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. So and there's always another deal. I mean, you can always, you know, there's a deal today. Somebody will be selling a house tomorrow too. So, you know, if you save a little okay. extra money over the next two or three months and find another deal, then you know you may be in a better situation. Yeah, I, I really appreciate you guys. I, I really do. I mean, you guys are phenomenal. So, right this is my favorite in the Wayne County area. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, and good luck on your house hunt. Thank you, ma'am. Y'all have a great day. You You too. too. Good luck. Have a good one, Charles. Appreciate all the kind words. Go on Charles' line, 844-220-0965. That is 844-220-0965. Let's go to Art in Maitland real quick before we get to the three big things you need to know. Art, go ahead. You're on the Certified Financial Group. 
Good morning, Art. Good, mo- Good morning. My question is, uh, rebalancing my portfolio, uh, my folks from my wife and myself, I'll be 63 this year. She'll be 60. We're about 70% in equities and about 30% in fixed income. Uh, I'm thinking about retiring about age 64, and she wants to retire probably around age 65. And do we start moving more towards a 60-40 the other way? Uh, just your thoughts on that. Well, I'm, when I look at rebalancing, well, or, or having money last through retirement, you're looking at 64 as a retirement age and then a few years after for your wife. But what's important to us is how many years are you going to be living in retirement? I mean, you could be planning for 20, 25, 30 years to have that money work for you. So in, gar- right. in regards to rebalancing, Rodney, what would you do with a split that's currently at 70-30 going into retirement? Uh, a general rule of thumb, Art, is uh, 110 minus your age should be allocated to equities. So that would put you around 50-50. You said you're 60-40 now, right? You're 60% equity. Uh, 70-30. You're 70-30. Yeah. So, yeah. so maybe over time, you know, you tweak that to 60-40. Um, and then as you get a little bit older, maybe look look towards more towards a 50-50 um, allocation. Okay. You have to, to Nancy's point, you have to have that allocation to equity to to beat inflation over the you know the twenty five or thirty years that you're going to live in retirement. Um, right, right. But, look at the longevity of my parents, and uh, exactly, it's definitely a factor. Exactly, but okay. you know, a lot of it depends on your risk tolerance too. I mean, you're seventy thirty now. Um, right. You know, I mean, you're 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 on the right track and looking to to maybe tweak that down. A little bit, maybe sixty forty. And in terms of the okay. timeline, I mean, quarterly or every six months um, would be the sort of the sort of the interval that you would want to look at to rebalance. Okay. And, and whatever you have to sell off, try and do that on a day when the markets are up. And if you have to let it sit in cash for a little bit, so then you can reallocate the buys on a day when the market's down, that will serve you better. Okay. Well, thank you guys very much. It kind of gives me a, a good. Um, game plan to take a look at. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Thanks, Art. Thanks, Art. Okay. Thanks. All righty, Art. Thanks so much for the call. If you want Art's line, it's 844-220-0965. That is 844-220-0965. We also have the text machine up and running as well, 21232. That is 21232. We will visit that right after we get the three big things you need to know. And welcome back. This is On The Money with a certified financial group right here on News 96.5 WDBO. It's all part of our Ask the Experts weekend. Taking your phone calls at 844-220-0965 with the certified financial planner professionals at the certified financial group. This morning we have Nancy Heck, Rodney Owenby, and they're also taking your text questions at 21232. Don't forget about that. 21232. We are three minutes away from the latest news, weather, and traffic with Dave Wall in the News 96.5 Newsroom. So let's get back to our busy phone lines here. And you know what? Let's check in with Larry in Melbourne real quick. Larry, go ahead. You're on the Certified Financial Group. Hi, Larry. Good morning, everybody. Hi. I uh, just wanted to add a couple things into what uh, you guys were talking about with Charles earlier. Okay. About the home. Sure. Uh, you, you had mentioned that if you waited like 18 months, the prices may be coming down in the market. And I was just listening, and I thought, well... He is having an issue with paying the closing costs. Right. Correct? Yes. Right. So 18 months worth of income 
he could probably knock a big dent out of that closing cost by just waiting, and he also get a better deal on the house if the prices do go down. Yeah. So uh, that was just my thought. And the other thing he could do is to possibly save some money. You know, everything's negotiable. He could ask uh, for a lower price on the house. You could also ask the real estate consultants to uh, take a little hit on their commissions to help them out. There's a lot of things he can do. You're absolutely right. Well, hopefully Charles is still listening to you and and will take a little bit of advice from you, Larry. Yeah. Community helping everybody yeah. else this morning. So yeah. Everybody's trying to help everybody out today. That's what Why we're doing not? here on the radio. Why not? Larry, thanks so much for the phone call. If you want Larry's line, it's 844-220-0965. That is 844-220-0965. Each and every week. The planners of the Certified Financial Group are here on the radio answering your questions. But if you uh, don't have time to call in today, uh, you know what? Well, you can always give them a call at the office. What's the best way to do that, Nancy? They can. Um, our office number is 407-869-9800. Our website is financialgroup.com. Uh, you can go on the site. You can see all our bios. You can request a complimentary consultation. There's a whole... <clears throat> complement of workshops upcoming that you could look at the description of those and uh, make a reservation. So it's either financialgroup.com or 407-869-9800. Yeah, we'll talk about some of those workshops that are coming up momentarily. But uh, right now it's uh, time to pause for latest news, weather, and traffic with Dave Wall in the News 96.5 Newsroom. But I want to give out the phone number once again in case you want to get in line uh, while we're doing the latest news, weather, and traffic. You can call up, and that way when we come back for our nice, big, long segment, we have plenty of time to get to your phone calls. 844-220-0965. 844-220-0965. We are planning tomorrow... Today. With a certified financial group right here on News 96.5 WDBO. And welcome back. This is On the Money, the certified financial group right here on News 96.5 WDBO. It's all a part of our Ask the Experts weekend. We are here with the certified planner professionals, the certified financial group, Nancy Hitt, Rodney Owenby, taking your phone calls and your text questions at 21232. And Nancy, just in case anybody may have joined us during the latest news, weather, and traffic, what can they call you about this morning? They can call us about anything that's bothering them in reference to their financial life. Stocks, bonds, mutual funds, 401ks, 403bs, TSP plans, uh, retirement planning, have you done it, have you not done it, estate planning, long-term care, all of what I'm calling the pocketbook questions in reference to your retirement. That's uh-huh. what we can answer, hopefully, questions about. Yeah, absolutely. And I know a lot of questions arise around this time of the year as everybody's done their taxes and saying, wait, that didn't work out the way I wanted to. How do I set myself up for the rest of the year so I don't have to do this again next year? Well, I mean, that's what we can do on the radio this morning at 844-220-0965. That is 844-220-0965. We do have a text question in at 21232. Okay. No mortgage. I need $1,700 a month to live. Have 401k retirement. How much cash do I have? Can I retire? A couple of details missing. How much cash what? How much cash to have. There's a couple of details missing in that text. Hopefully the texter can uh, uh, clarify that. But uh, The house is paid for and they need $1,700 yep. a month to No to mortgage, $1,700 a month to live. Have 401k in retirement. 
How much cash so I'm, do they need I'm, to I'm a little curious as to how long ago the person has retired. Um, mm-hmm. I always lo- I always like to look at replacing income versus replacing ex- you know having an emergency fund to cover expenses. Gotcha. Yeah, the cash would be six months. So just for you know to cover six months worth of, of expenses as a general rule of thumb. But the rest of the money that they have should be invested, or they're not going to beat inflation yeah. through retirement. Got to have the inflation in there. But, yeah, six months. So that, that goes as a general rule for everybody. You should always have six months worth of emergency cash, right? Right. So that would be roughly $10,000 for, for six months. That, that's cover covering that. expenses, right. yeah. So that, that would be expenses. at a minimum. Okay. So it's, it's pretty much all in line of every other day uh, budgeting, even if you're still working. You should probably have that type of cash uh, for six months' worth of emergencies. Right. Exactly. And that's what I call toe-of-the-sock money. Toe in the sock. Toe money. of the toe sock of the money. sock money. Right. What right. does that mean? That means it's put aside in a checking, a savings, a money market, and and it's just for emergencies. You know, it's like you're shoving it in the toe of the sock and back in the drawer someplace. Mm-hmm. That you, gotcha. and, and you only gotcha. pull it out when you absolutely positively have to use it. That doesn't mean it's for a vacation or something like that. Well, I, that was my next question to you, Nancy. What classifies as an emergency? Because if something's eighty percent off on Amazon, and it's usually <laughs> ten thousand, and now it's two thousand, is that an emergency? Can I? Well, okay. So if you're shopping, <laughs> okay, and and you're buying answer. something on Amazon, you're obviously going to be charging it. So I am oh. assuming that as soon as that bill comes, you have the cash to pay off that charge bill. That is not emergency money. That's regular cash flow. So you, you you must have allocated in your budget some money for frivolous purchases. I love how she takes all my goofy questions <laughs> and right into a sphere. Uh, that's what I love about Nancy Heck, ladies and gentlemen. Always ask her, the, and she curses like, well, no, that's not how you look at that. You look at it this way. That's kind of, And then they go, you know what? You're right. That's how I need to think about that. And I didn't think about that before. That's why I asked those goofy Well, questions. I mean, like when it comes <laughs> to shopping, fantastic. another big mom tip I taught my, my daughter this is you always start in the back of the store. Oh? Yes. So because all the sales and expensive items are in the front? All the sales are in the back of the store. Oh, the sales are in the back Sale of the store. Sale items are generally in the back of the store. So you start from the back and work your way up. The front. Yep. Unless it's Publix. Because Publix all put all their sales stuff up at the front. Well, that's true. But now any other type of store, I think you're right. Yeah. But the grocery stores also have the, the BOGOs throughout the whole store. Mm-hmm. So that's when true. it comes to grocery shopping, you should actually shop the perimeters first. The end caps. Yes. Is where they put the yes, uh, and then the perimeters where all the fresh stuff is, the fruits, the vegetables, mm-hmm. the meats, the dairy stuff. And then inside, in the, the inner aisles, that's where all the packaged stuff is, and that's what ends up being the impulse purchases and a little bit more expensive items. Right. Somebody asked me the other day, what is the difference between you know two for five and buy one, get one free? I said, well, two for five, you still get the discount if you only buy one. Mm-hmm. That's uh, some some notes I was thinking about as I was walking through Publix the other day. Yeah, but yeah, shopping start in the back. That's where the sales are. Exactly. The majority of stores. Yes, for merchandising type type stores. How do you tell uh, people to budget these days, uh, percentage wise of of where? You know, when you're setting up the budget, don't you guys have a blue sheet? I yes, it I was is? just going to say, we've, we've often the talked about the blue form. Yeah. Yes, the blue form. What's Which the blue form? We haven't the, talked about the blue form the on the radio in a while. The blue form is an extremely extensive 
budgeting tool. I mean, a lot of times when people think of their budget, they'll look at what their house payment is, their utilities, food, maintenance of their car, and that's about it. And we have added on things like uh, life, health, dental insurance, mm. uh, clothing, subscriptions, dues, pet care. Pet care can be ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Wow. Um, you know, and, and people spend money on their pets oftentimes more than they do on their kids. Yeah, they play that game real well, that emotional game. Right. Yeah. We also have, you know, various different types of taxes. And uh, mortgage payments, car payments, um, if you do have kids at home, uh, tuition, books, housing. I mean, there's a lot on our, what am I missing? That you know, We're just That's, trying to think of it. everything. I mean, it's, a, it's a detailed analysis of your cash flow on mm-hmm. a monthly basis. So it yeah. forces you to think about all the things that you spend money on. Yeah, your car and all the oil changes to yeah. brake pads right. to switching out of a fuel injector or something that... Uh, you may not think about, but you know what? If you thought about it from your annual cash flow, it wouldn't be so bad. Right. So we take that and we add some inflation onto it to oh. get a, a compounding long-term look at what happens to people's expenditures. So that's like what we were talking about um, earlier with with um, the allocation. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we look at inflation and we look at taxes and therefore, you know, having some assets in equities at all times will help keep you ahead of inflation. And that's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, there's no question about that because inflation could really throw you. You never know what something that's cost something, the amount today, what it's going to cost in 2039. Right, right. And then when it comes to health care, we generally use a little bit more inflation factor on top of that than mm-hmm. we do for all the other expenses. Just because of the historical increases that we've seen yeah. in healthcare. I mean, uh, let's face it, by the time I'm 65, it would be Medicaid, Medicaid Part R. And, and, uh, <laughs> and we'll just be trying to file through all of these different types and uh, trying to get the cost uh, booked in so I can try to plan for them somehow. I, I can just see that happening. <laughs> but, yeah, healthcare is a big concern because, you know, you never know What's going to cost? I mean, if you're trying to plan for it in 1985 and you saved up and you retired in 2015, well, there was a big change in over the past 30 years that uh, you may, oh, ooh, should have should have planned some more. Should have uh, should have not only planned some more, but should have thought about that inflation factor a little more. Right. And and since we have an election not too far down the road, we have no idea what's going to happen to mm-hmm. health care and what's going to happen to the tax system. There, yeah. you know, could be some huge changes in that. Or no changes at all. Right. I mean, it just really depends on who gets elected. And you, you can't worry about it. You just gotta just gotta uh, prepare for it. Right, right. Yeah, so and that's why, if you have a decent emergency it. fund, right. <laughs> yeah. you can roll with the punches. Right. That's it. Hey, you'll be ready for anything. Even though I hate going into that emergency fund, I hate making that withdrawal for whatever reason. Yeah. Well, but you know, God forbid somebody gets hurt or sick, or your air conditioner breaks. Yep, I, mean, I know, I that's know. That's what it's there for. Yeah, all of a sudden, why, I need four crowns. Four crowns? Okay. And then, boom, well, there goes the AC. It's like, all right, got to go do the old, uh, put it on oh, the credit card, but got to go make that withdrawal from the uh, from the uh, savings account. But, eh, it, but you know what? I don't have any debt, and uh, life is good. So. And you won't be paying interest. Won't be paying any interest right. at all. Right. Uh, I'm sure the credit card companies hate me because they haven't charged me with 19% interest yet on a purchase. Mm-hmm. 
Good okay. 15 years Good that I've had it. If we were in the same room, I would pat you in the back. <laughs> I only charge what I can say, and that's why my credit score is really, really good. Nice. I learned that at a very young age, good. and uh, it's uh, helped me significantly throughout uh, my entire life, even into the years in the 30s. 844-220-0965 is the number to call in and ask uh, Nancy and Rodney a question. They are certified planner professionals at the Certified Financial Group. The number again, 844-220-0965. The text machine is up and running as well at 21232. That is 21232. We just asked to keep it about 160 characters because it's all we could see on our screen. And uh, we'll see it pop up here on the monitor. I'll ask it to the panel and get your question answered right here on the radio. Not only are we answering your questions on the radio today, another way the Certified Financial Group helps you guys out get into that retirement finish line are the workshops. What kind of upcoming workshops do we have coming up, guys? Uh, next Saturday, May 18th, we've got everything you wanted to know about mutual funds. Everything you wanted to know about mutual funds. Okay. And that's uh, from 9 to 11 uh, next Saturday morning with Gary Abley hosting. Uh, and then in June, June 22nd, we have health care options in retirement, hmm. uh, also from 9 to 11. That's a so who's the target of health care options in retirement? Is that people that have already retired or approaching retirement? People who are approaching retirement. And he goes through all the different options as they start to, to think about strategizing around the transition to Medicare um, at age 65. Okay, so that's in late June. That's June 22nd. Late June 22nd. And then, anything for July? And then on July 20th, we have Countdown to Retirement, and that's tailored for people who are within three years. It's sort of a a uh, checklist uh, for folks who are within three years of, of retirement. A checklist for people that are in within three years of retirement. Countdown to Retirement. Yes. Got to get that checklist ready. I, I will be there, and I will be at that workshop in uh, several, several years from now. Because there's many, no way years. I, I cannot retire at 59. I wish I could, but or 55, but I cannot. So I, I'm not a millionaire yet in my 401k. I need to work to at least I'm 63. I think I said that was my target. <laughs> <Okay>. But eight four four two two zero zero nine six five is the number to dial us up. We still have plenty of time. One more segment to get your question answered, even though we have to pause right now to get the three big things you need to know. Again, eight four four two two zero. 0965 or text us your question at 21232. We are planning tomorrow. Today. Hey. Certified Financial Group. I'm glad you both got it in harmony on that. That was fantastic. Right here on News 96.5 WDBO. This is News 96.5 WDBO. I, I love the country. And welcome back. This is On the Money with the Certified Financial Group right here on News 96.5 WDBO. It is all a part of our Ask the Experts weekends. We are taking your phone calls at 844-220-0965. We might have time for one or two more. So if you have been hanging off, it's your last chance. Call right now, 844-220-0965, just like Ricardo has done. Ricardo's got a question for the panel. Ricardo, good morning. You're on the Certified Financial Group. Good morning, and thank you for taking my call. Sure. What can we do for you? Um, I understand, uh, since I am 70 and a half, that, and I participate in a company uh, that also contributes a small amount to my 401k, but I understand that there's a mandatory withdrawal at 70 and a half years of age, but nobody's ever notified me from the company or the, the people that manage the 401k. 
Ricardo, are you still working? Yes. Okay, so if you are still working and contributing to a 401k, from that account you do not have to take required minimum distributions. Do you have qualified IRA accounts outside of the 401k? No. Okay. If you did, you would have to take required minimum distributions from those. So when okay. you when you retire and you stop contributing to your 401k, you'll have to then take required minimum distributions. Um, okay. I will tell you, depending on what your tax bracket is or will be when you do retire, you may want to roll over your 401k to a rollover IRA, take the required minimum distribution at the level that you have to, but then you have the opportunity to pick how much tax you want to withhold. If you have a withdrawal directly from your 401k, it's an automatic 20% withholding, which may be more than you wish to give to the federal government in any particular way. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to give anything to them as little as possible. Right. So, and then you okay. have the flexibility to withdraw as little as 10% or withhold as little as 10% maybe for from the IRA. If you that makes over. sense, and I like that. Very Thank you for the information. Sure. Yes, sir. Thank you. Ricardo. Thank you for your call. All right. Have a good day. You too. You too. All right. Thanks so much, Ricardo, for the phone call. If you want Ricardo's line, it's 844-220-0965. Uh, i got a text question in here at 21232. When are CD ladders used? Is the CDs, I know you're talking about laddering and all that stuff. When are they? Well, let me explain laddering and then Rodney can answer okay. the question. So if, if you're going to buy a series of certificates of deposit that have di different interest rates and different maturity times. So one would come due this year, one would come due maybe 18 months from now, another one coming due 24 months from now. That's what's ladder, what's called laddering CDs. Yeah, the laddering is referred, is referring to the maturities, the, the different maturities of the, the CDs that you purchase. A good example of when you would do that is in a period of increasing interest rates so that when, say you have a three-month one in the first part of your ladder, when that three-month one matures, in theory, the interest rates will have gone up if you're in a period of rising interest rates and you roll that one into a higher rate. So you just continue to do that as interest rates rise and you improve your return um, through the use of the, of the CD ladder. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of people ask about that question and how to do their uh, CDs, but I also hear it in the 401ks as well. You know, can you ladder it for the target date funds if you know you're going to retire from 65, 70? So those are the two most common questions I've heard about laddering recently. Right. I don't and, know what's uh And depending on how old somebody is, if they're going to try and do that with the target funds in a retirement account, um, I would look at ones that have – 10 years differences in target right, exactly. because then mm. they would have a, a bit, bigger diversity in the mix between equities and incomes Okay, versus right. the five-year ones. Well, look, we got about a minute and a half left, so we're probably running out of show. So one more time, Nancy, how can they reach you during the week and what is the upcoming workshop? Okay, so our phone number is 407-869-9800, and our web address is financialgroup.com. Through there, they could sign up for the workshops, or they can request a complimentary consultation. Just like that. And yeah. you go get a, a health, a money health checkup with the doctors at the Certified Financial Group. That's one way to look at it. I'm just saying, trying to come up with a new, different way. I know um, 
Pocketbook checkup. Pocketbook checkup. Yeah. Yes, I know Joe likes to always say the uh, car mechanic. Uh, we are your financial mechanic body yeah. shop where we get out the bondo. He likes saying the bondo. Right. Yeah. So I, I was like, all right. Nobody knows what bondo is. Well, no, what bondo was what discontinued back in the six sixties, seventies, something know. like that. I, I don't know. I should Google that. I might do that for next week when he comes by. Okay. He says bondo. <laughs> by the way, uh, Joe Bondo was discontinued in nineteen fifty six. But uh, another great dish. Thanks so much, everybody, for the calls and uh, questions. We appreciate that. We'll see you back here next Saturday, 9 o'clock. We will continue to plan tomorrow, today, Today. with a certified financial group. Right here on News 96.5, WDBO.